Yes. Hey, 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 hey. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? Welcome, welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy with me, Right Jones. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. So glad you are here with me on this Thursday. Thank you for joining me. For those of you who may not know me, I am B. Wright Jones, and I am a published author, inspirational, transformational speaker, blogger, certified online life coach, and I am also a distributor of CBD products and your lovely podcast host. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The show is being brought to you today by Keep Looking Up with B. Wright Jones, LLC. Again, welcome to the show. So listen, guys, I have uh, some good things to share with you on today. I'm excited about it. You know, it's been on my heart to share, and I'm looking forward to just sharing my heart with you today. Um, And the title um, today is There is Life After Divorce. You can begin again. There is life after divorce. You can begin again. And I share this from experience, um, you know, and I'm just going to really just share my story with you and just share some encouragement with you on today. You know, um, you may have a desire, you know, to be married and, um, I just want to share my heart with you on today so that you can um, just hear, just listen for for God's spirit to speak to you Um, and so that you can uh, learn to do things his way in his timing and um, just let the Lord lead you. Amen. So um, again, you may have a desire, you want to be married, and you may have been waiting for quite some time, and maybe you feel a little frustrated, maybe you feel like that biological clock is ticking, all of your friends are getting married, Um, you're still waiting, and you're just tired of waiting, you're discouraged. Um, I'm going to share a scripture with you because... um, I I believe it will be beneficial. It will really help you. And the word of God says to, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. That's Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. And I shared that scripture to say, many times we'll get caught up in the world system. You know, um, you should be married by now. Uh, that biological clock is ticking. You know, that's the world system. God is a God that he can do anything. And if we just stay aligned with him, we just stay connected to him, stay connected to the vine, trust and know that God already knows the desires of your heart. But when you chase after God, when you chase after him and you do things to please him, 
by seeking first his kingdom and all of his righteousness, trust and believe that all other things will be added unto you. And I say that now because I truly know it's for myself. Um, I was married, I think I was 44 when I got married, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think I was 44. Yeah. And um, that was the thing for me. I was 43 or 44. And that was the thing for me. My mind was telling me that clock is ticking. Come on, you know you want to be married. You know, and I have to tell you, it wasn't that I saw the perfect marriage with my with my mom. You know, um, my mother and father actually um, divorced when I was, um, she had to leave my dad when I was five months old. And so I never had a relationship with my real father, my biological father. But my mother did meet another man when she left from the South. She moved to Philadelphia, met another man, and that was the father that I knew. Uh, actually, I was still very young. Um, he adopted me as his own. And, um, but it wasn't that I saw everything perfect in marriage, <laughs> but I know what I wanted. One moment, please. Oh, I've been getting this little cough. It's that time of the season. Sometimes little allergies um, going on. Give me one moment. Yeah, so it wasn't that I always saw the perfect relationship within my family. Um, you know, there was ups and downs. But for some reason, I always wanted to be married. Even when I was young, I thought of, I always thought about, dreamed about being married. And it was just something that was always a desire on my heart, even as a young child. And I just, <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, from early in age, I, I always looked at marriage and wanted, you know, to be married. But what I failed to realize was that when I got married, I really went into a marriage very um, with the unrealistic expectation. And when I say that, it's okay to want the best for your marriage. Yes, it's okay to want love and respect and to be honored and to live um uh, your vows out to to the one that you married and yes that's what we want <clears throat> excuse me but i do believe when you go into a marriage as i did and when i say it being unrealistic i went in without the plan i went in thinking that it's always going to be a honeymoon i went in uh, with the expectation that you know everything is going to be wonderful um and i did not um i just didn't have a realistic expectation when you go into a marriage you have to think about all of the dynamics. You have to think about the in-laws. You have to think about um, the uh, 
your uh, spouse's um, uh, character. You have to think about, you know, are you taking the time to really to get to know the person? Um, are you allowing your flesh to lead you? I'm going to tell you something, and I'm being very transparent and open right now. I know for a fact that I should have waited before I got married. I know this now. But I tell you, you have to be very careful in how you use the scriptures for your purpose. My main scripture that I used to justify me getting married, even though I saw the red flags, and I'll get into that in a moment, but the scripture that I allowed to lead me into what I thought was the right thing to do was 1 Corinthians 7, 9. But if they have not, cannot uh, control themselves, it is better for them to marry than to burn. And let me get this, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm not, I'm saying it from memory, but I want to make sure that I'm reading the scripture correctly. Yes, but if they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. First Corinthians 7, 9. And I took that scripture and I ran with it. <laughs> and, um, but you know, it wasn't, um, it, it, it just wasn't enough for me to go by, but I took it and I ran with it. And I thought because I wanted to do the right thing because I didn't want to be in, in, um, uh, uh, in sin, um, you know, staying in a, in a position of, you know, fornicating before marriage and, and things like that. I wanted to change that, um, that. So I, I thought it would be the best thing for me to do to get married. And I felt that I, you know, really loved this man. And I went on and I did it. But, you know, I, I saw red flags, but I continued on. And despite what I saw, despite the things that were told to me from some people, um, I just took it into my own hands. And, you know, not to, you know, throw anybody under the bus. That's not me because everybody needs things to work on in their lives. And I'm not going to dog him out, um, you know, on this show. Um, but I will say, you know, that neither one of us were ready for marriage, neither one of us. And, um, you know, I thought that because I read a few books <clears throat> that I uh, went to a few conferences and things like that. Um, and I just was in prayer, you know, and Lord, I'm ready. You know, I, I just knew, I just knew that I was ready. But that was so far from the truth. But, you know, it, it amazes me how God works in spite of ourselves, in spite of our flaws, in spite of our failures, in spite of us wanting to take control. It amazes me how God works in our lives. <clears throat> I had no idea <clears throat> that I was going to be headed for a divorce. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, I 
tried, I tried with all my heart to make my marriage work. But it just was, you know, something that I just did not prepare for again, realistically. I really didn't. Um, and, you know, but I'm thankful that even though I made a mistake, that God kept me through it all. Um, it was a lot of heartache that I could have avoided if I would have listened to God. But even though, you know, I, um, I did things <laughs> my way, um, even though, like I said, I did things my way, still God showed grace and allowed me, um, to go through that season without losing my mind, without losing my faith. Um, and it, it was a testing, it was a testing, um, cause I could have gave up. I could have gave up, but I thank God that I didn't. And I say that because, and you see the phone keeps ringing all this distraction. <laughs> it's trying to come now because somebody needs this word. Somebody needs this. And now all of this distraction is trying to come, but it's okay because I see what's going on. But I thank God that I did not give up. And I'm going to tell you, I want to share something with you. I'm looking for something here. Give me one moment. I want to, let's see. I want to see here. Yes. Okay. 2000. Yes. Okay. So it's funny. 2019, which was just two years ago, 2019. I came out with a book and it was titled, So You Think You're Ready for Marriage. And I was writing this book during my marriage and I had no idea the same year that the book was coming out that I would be going through a divorce. And I share that to say it was almost as if this book was prophetic. So you think you're ready for marriage. And 2019, I had a women's conference. It was in April, the same month as my birthday. Actually, it was the day before my birthday. I believe it was April the 27th. And that same month, my husband and I separated. And I had this women's conference that was focused around this book. And I had to stand in humility before these women and to share with them that I was going through a divorce. And, you know, it was the hardest thing at that time for me to do. But one thing about me is that I always want to be transparent. I always, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be phony. I don't want to stand before people and not be honest about what's going on. Um, and I felt, how could I stand there and, 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 and promote my book and promote talking about, you know, marriage and trying to help women to prepare correctly for marriage. And here I am in a situation 
because I didn't obey. I didn't uh, 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 observe the, the red flags and I didn't listen to God's leading. So here I am going through a divorce. And I'm telling you, it was so prophetic. It was so prophetic and I'm like, okay, Lord, you have my attention. You tried to save me from the pain. You tried to save me from all of this. But because I wanted to do it my way, now I'm going through this. So I wanna just share with you today some things to keep you from having to go through the pain and the disappointment and the things that I went through. And I'm gonna to say to you, stay connected to God. Stay close to him. Stay close to him. And I can honestly say that I know what I prayed for. I know what I asked God for. And I know when this man showed up, I knew that it wasn't what I prayed for. I knew what I prayed for. So what did I do? I compromised everything. I compromised everything. I didn't want to, I didn't wait on God's best. I settled and then I had to pay the cost. So be specific in your prayers. Cause see, I'm gonna tell you something. I was always one into, you know, the looks, handsome and, you know, having a little, um, the, the, the swag or, you know, having that little, I kind of like the little, um, the little rough edges a little bit too, you know, you know, got some, got the Lord in them, but got a little rough edge too, you know, so, <laughs> but, you know, that is not, that's not what's going to keep things going. I do believe that God gives us things that we desire, things that we, that we love, you know, and, and maybe, you know, attracted to, but that's not everything at the end of the day, right? So, you have to be specific in what you want. Be specific. And I know my prayers today are specific. You know, I want, I want a man of God. You know, I'm not going to put my whole list out there, but I know what I'm looking for. And it's not all wrapped up in looks. We have to stop being so, oh my gosh, we, sometimes some things that we settle for, it's just not God's best um, for us. We look for these things that are worldly, um, that have no substance. And God is saying, really? Um, why are we so superficial sometimes? It's more than that, you know, that's just what's on the surface. What's, what's, what's going on in the heart? What's going on in their thought life? What are they doing when people aren't looking? How is their integrity? What's up with the character? How do they treat their mother? How do they treat people? 
Are they a person of their word? Are they honest? Can you trust them? Do they pray? Do they have a heart that's full of gratitude or do they feel like they are owed something? What are you looking for? My whole perspective has changed. Oh my goodness, you just don't know. And I'm like, Lord, when the time comes, I'm just putting it in your hands, Lord. I'm not looking because I know as long as I keep my eyes stayed on God and I stay focused on my purpose, when it's God's time for me, it's going to happen. Because, see, I don't have to get on a, a dating app. I don't have to um, go out and try to uh, look for a date or try to be somewhere looking for someone. No. The word of God says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. He's going to find me. And when he finds me, I'm going to be ready. So that means while you're waiting, work on you. While you're waiting, prepare yourself. Learn some new things. Be, read, be, read some books sometimes or, or, you know, learn, listen to some new different types of music. Enjoy life. It's, enjoy spending that time with God in the morning. You wake up, you can lay before him and just praise and worship and pray and meditate on his goodness. Enjoy your singleness while you're there. Do some traveling if you can. If you feel so led, start up support group for some, some single sisters. And I don't want to leave the brothers out, brothers too. So, you know, some brothers, you know, they're out here honestly loving God and looking for a good wife and want to do things right. Start a group, support each other, have Bible study, prayer, Keep each other, hold each other accountable. Those things matter. God sees those things. God sees those things. And he honors that. So, again, what does their character show? Listen, what is their family saying? What is their family saying about them? Do you notice any red flags, habits, behaviors, inconsistencies? How do they really treat you? Are you just putting up with some things just to say you have somebody? And you know, I have to say this, I have to say this, you know, sometimes we're in relationships, you know, and things sometimes don't work out. And I'm talking about dating now. You get in a relationship, dating, things don't work out, you break up, and the next thing you know, you're ready to date somebody else. No, stop it. Take your time. Some people, you know, I've realized some people just cannot be alone. And that's so unfortunate. That's so sad. We have, we are spending the most time with ourselves. 
And we need to learn how to love ourselves, spend time with ourselves, enjoy ourselves. Really, instead of always jumping in and out of relationships, stop it. Wait on the Lord. Rest. Enjoy your singleness while you can. Enjoy your singleness while you can. And look to see if what you prayed for, is that what you see? Be honest with yourself. How do they treat their mother and their family members? Do you see some red flags of an overbearing mother? Do you see where it may be some issues? What about baby mama drama? Or, or do, you, do you notice some, some issues with that that could cause problems? How is their credit worthiness? Do they, do they pay their bills on time? Do they have enormous debt? These are things that are important. Do they pray? Do they bless their food before they eat? Come on, these things I'm looking for. Do you pray? Do you pray for yourself? Do you pray for me? Are they a good steward over money? Can they manage money well? Do they save? Are they a tither? What are they doing with their money? Do they have anything to show for? Do they have a good record of stability in their life? I mean, I know God is a good God. And look, I'm gonna tell you, we all deserve another chance. Maybe somebody could be getting their life together. I'm not knocking anybody. You know, they, they want a good woman in their life, a good man in their life. They're getting their life together, but there's still no rush. Take your time, get to know the person while they're re rebuilding their life. You know, you can be a support for them, be there, but you know, don't rush into things. That's a problem. We rush into things. I knew my ex-husband, you know, from um, in the neighborhood and things. So I had no, I knew of him for maybe like seven years but only dated for a year before we were married. That was just too fast. I thought I knew him. You know what I'm saying? We have to learn how to take our times and not rush and not allow our flesh to dictate how we're gonna do it and what we're gonna do it and when we're gonna do it. That's why we have to stay in God's presence renew our minds and trust him trust him with the process so my word is just to say while you're waiting work on you don't be so focused on wanting to find somebody because i'm gonna tell you if you are miserable single and you feel like oh i just want to be married and you're miserable while you're single you're going to be miserable while you're married you got to learn how to enjoy your singleness and to be content with where god has you at this moment until god decides 
to change it. So until then, work on you. Spend time with God. Enjoy that time. Do some traveling. Learn some new skills. Start reading some new books. Look for ways to be a blessing to other people. Again, if you have some friends that they're desiring to be married to, start a support group. Be an encouragement. Look for ways to encourage other people. But there is, you know, um, life after divorce. You can begin again. And I believe in my heart that there is going to be another opportunity for me to be married. But this time it's going to be different. It's going to be God's plan, not my agenda, not being led by my flesh, but being led by the spirit of the living God. God is a God that gives us another chance. And I'm going to tell you, for a long time, I felt guilty about asking my husband for a divorce, my ex-husband. I felt guilty. Um, I felt like God was angry with me. But I come to realize that being in that toxic relationship, I realized what it was doing to me physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And I knew what I had to do because number one, I knew that I didn't listen to God when God showed me not to do it. You know, but I believe that God has a plan for my life and that does include marriage one day. But until that time comes, I'm going to enjoy life where I'm at. I'm going to get closer to God, to have a closer, more personal relationship with him and work on me while I'm waiting. So if you are single and desire to be married, focus on God, focus on your relationship with him, trust him. If you've been through divorce, if you've been, if you're a widow, trust and know that you can begin again. God loves you and he has such a wonderful plan for our lives. Yes, sometimes we go the wrong way, but that's not the end of our story. We are co-creators with Christ. The pen has not ran out of ink. God is not tired of us. God loves us. And that pen is still writing our story. So stay connected to him. Know that you can be again. And each new day that we wake up is a new beginning. As long as we stay focused on God, focused on the purpose that he has for our lives, making him our first priority, know that he will not withhold one good thing because he loves us and he desires 
to give us the desires of our heart because he's a good father and he loves to bless us. So be encouraged today and know that love is available, but don't accept just anything or someone to treat you any kind of way. Our worth is in Christ Jesus. That's how we know our worth, through Christ Jesus. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and we are worthy of love, respect, loyalty. Remember that. You are worthy of the best. So don't settle for less. Okay, beloved? So listen, you can connect with me on social media, Facebook under B Wright, B W R I G H T, Jones.com. You can connect with me on Instagram under Keep Looking Up at the number seven. Twitter, keep looking up with two Ps. My website is brightjones.com. And listen, ladies, if you're looking for a coach, I have a new coaching program that's out, uh, the Confident Woman Coaching Program. You can find out more information on my website regarding that. Um, you can connect with me also um, on my website, there is a link where you can have a, a free consultation with me uh, to talk about anything that you may be going through and to see how I can um, help you to push through and for you to get to where uh, you have your goals focused and, you know, just with next steps. You know, so we all need help sometimes. So you can connect with me and I will be happy to take some time to spend with you and to help you to get to your next. So be encouraged, beloved, and always remember to keep looking up. Be blessed and get unstuck and sexy. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I am. Thank you.